Hello guys. It is not just a rainbow podcast with Catherine. Today, I am going to cover another question about LGBTQ plus community. Let's start. So, the Russian Supreme Court just gave in to the Ministry of Justice's request to call the international LGBT social movement as extremist. This has got advocates and the LGBTQ plus community in Russia pretty worried, as they think it might result in a bigger and nastier crackdown. So basically, the judges got together in a secret meeting and made a decision in under four hours. Then, on November 18th, Russia's Ministry of Justice said they asked the Supreme Court to label the international public LGBT movement as extremists and stop them from doing anything in the country. The Ministry of Justice of Russia has initiated an administrative legal claim with the Supreme Court to officially designate the international LGBT public movement as extremist and impose a ban on its operations within the country, as stated in the ministry's official announcement. In addition to approving the ministry's appeals, the court also proclaimed that the decision would swiftly come into force. Detractors highlighted the absence of a clear definition for an LGBTQ entity or organization in the ban and voiced apprehension that this ruling may potentially facilitate a severe suppression of the LGBTQ community as a whole. Marie Struthers, the director for Eastern Europe and Central Asia at Amnesty International, expressed her concern over the decision made by the Russian authorities in a statement. She referred to it as a disgraceful and illogical move that signifies a new phase in their ongoing campaign against the LGBTI community. The ruling has the potential to lead to a complete prohibition of LGBTI organizations, resulting in severe infringements upon fundamental rights such as freedom of association, expression, peaceful assembly, and freedom from discrimination. Its impact is expected to be devastating, affecting numerous individuals and potentially causing catastrophic consequences. Putin, suggesting that he employed the crackdown as a means to appeal to his culturally conservative constituency. According to Tanya Lokshina, the Associate Director for Europe and Central Asia at Human Rights Watch, the actions taken by the authorities appear to serve a dual purpose. Lokshina stated that these actions are intended to further stigmatize LGBT individuals in order to gain support from conservative backers of the Kremlin leading up to the presidential vote in March 2024, as well as hinder the efforts of rights organizations working to combat discrimination and provide assistance to the LGBT community. Dmitry Agronovsky, an attorney known for his association with Putin and his recent defense of a neo-Nazi duo found guilty of killing an opposition journalist, refuted any apprehensions regarding the court's decision. During a press conference today, he emphasized that the prohibition is not aimed at individuals with a particular ideology, but rather targets a specific organization that employs its agenda to carry out harmful actions. In a formal tone, last year, Putin made a public statement regarding the West and an alleged global LGBTQ movement, labeling them as imminent threats to Russian cultural values and traditions. He expressed that these entities aimed to undermine our traditional values and impose their own false beliefs upon us, ultimately causing internal erosion within our society. Putin further emphasized that the attitudes aggressively promoted by these entities in their own nations directly contribute to societal degradation and decline, as they contradict the inherent nature of humanity. This statement was made by Putin in February of 2022, during the announcement of the invasion of Ukraine, as reported by the New York Times. In July, President Putin instructed sexologists to provide assistance to individuals with same-sex sexual attraction, which he classified as a mental disorder. A month prior, 
He mandated the Ministry of Health to establish an institute at the Serbsky Center for Psychiatry and Narcology to conduct research on individuals who identify as queer. In June, Russia enacted a legislation prohibiting gender-affirming surgeries and treatments, as well as the alteration of official documents to reflect a person's true gender. In December of the previous year, President Putin enacted legislation that further reinforced the prohibition of LGBTQ propaganda in Russia. The law criminalizes the promotion of same-sex sexual relations and the assertion that non-heterosexual attractions are normal. Individuals may face fines of up to 400,000 rubles, $6,370, for engaging in LGBT propaganda, and up to 200,000 rubles, $3,185, for engaging in activities that encourage gender identity exploration among teenagers. For legal entities, the fines increase to 5 million rubles, $80,000, and 4 million rubles, $64,000, respectively. Presently, participating in or financing an extremist group or organization is against the law in Russia and is punishable by up to 12 years of imprisonment. First-time offenders displaying symbols of an extremist group face up to 15 days in custody, with repeat offenders potentially facing up to four years in prison. Violators of the law may also have their assets frozen and be restricted from other aspects of public life. Authorities have subjected members of the LGBTQ community to severe mistreatment for various unrelated offenses, apart from the recent laws and directives that discriminate against them. Just recently, Alexandra Skokalenko, a lesbian artist and activist, received a seven-year sentence in a correctional facility for her involvement in a supermarket protest last year, where she criticized the country's military actions in Ukraine. In a court ruling on November 15, the 33-year-old artist, also known as Sasha, was found guilty of deliberately spreading false information regarding the armed forces and the government's exercise of its power. She was accused of replacing price tags at a paracrestic supermarket with stickers resembling price tags, but conveying anti-war messages. One of the stickers read, My great-grandfather did not fight in World War II for four years for Russia to become a fascist state and attack Ukraine. Prior to the recent verdict, Sergei Trashin Sergeyev, a municipal deputy and member of the opposition party, anticipated that a ruling in favor of Putin's administration would have dire consequences for the LGBTQ plus support network. He believed that such a decision would result in the deprivation of essential medical and mental health services, which many individuals rely on. Sergeyev expressed to Reuters that regrettably, there will be a significant number of individuals who will not have access to assistance, as this support system will remain largely hidden. Consequently, these individuals may tragically resort to self-harm or find themselves in a distressing condition. Their lifespan will be curtailed, and their well-being will decline as they resort to excessive drinking, smoking, and other means in an attempt to evade their harsh circumstances. I hope you really like my podcast. Don't hesitate to share not just a rainbow with your friends and ask them to subscribe. I love you all. See you. Bye-bye.